Before we get started with this episode, I want to talk about the Texas Woodworking Festival happening on September 4th, 2021. If you're anywhere near Texas, you need to be checking this out. So what is the Texas Woodworking Festival? Well, it can be best described as a mix of a beer festival and a woodworking themed farmer's market. They're bringing together local woodworking organizations, content creators, furniture makers, and tool manufacturers for a day of food, drinks, and all things woodworking. Please visit texaswoodworkingfestival.com. There you'll find information about tickets, additional information about the schedule, and all the exhibitors and vendors. Look forward to seeing you there. Hi, and welcome to the 355th episode of the MWA podcast. I'm Kyle Barton, and I'm here with my co-host, Sean Wisniewski. And on this episode, we're asking Roger Ivey the five questions. And if you want to hear more about Roger and all his many, many endeavors, be sure to check out his interview on episode 354. So before we get started, Roger, um, let me throw this over to Sean to give us a big Patreon shout out. Heck yeah. Uh, You know, we're on Patreon. You know, help us out if you can. Today, we're going to give a big shout out to Robert DeMarco. Thank you for your support, sir. Uh, And if you would like to support us, find us on patreon.com slash MWA podcast. All righty. Well, Roger, um, we'll go ahead and start off. Um, Sean? Yes, sir. So, Roger, first question. How did you get into woodworking? Well, that was, I think I I can just attribute that to my dad's fault. (laughs) (laughs) Not not that he was a, a woodworker himself, but he's a, I grew up farming and... As a farmer, uh, you, you do what, what needs to be done, and a lot of that was woodworking, and so I think that's where the origins start. Heck yeah. Yeah. So it's something to, to you know, probably, you know, a good portion of your work ethic came from growing up on a farm. I mean, no oh, I yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. I, I distinctly remember when, when the light went on of, okay, I like to work. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> was because yeah. I'd done something and my dad like that was a good job. And it was like click. I'm like okay, I got this. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> job and you work hard and it's worth it. And so that's yeah, you know, I was pretty young when I learned that. Yeah, I, I I actually said to my wife this morning, I said I, I'm I'm a little worried. My my oldest might be a more more of a morning person than he already is. He you know he's a 17 year old that can't sleep past seven o'clock in the morning. On a, on a day that he has nothing else going on. Um, uh-huh. But he's working a second job right now with a landscaping crew, and he is up and conversational at 6.15 in the morning, getting <laughs> packing his lunch and getting ready to go. I'm like, good <laughs> on him, man. Yeah. Wow. That's I've impressive. always been an early riser, but he uh, he's coming right to it. <laughs> we'll see what mm. college does to him <laughs> you know, starting in the fall. But uh, well, it's so far so good. It's pretty pretty darn cool. That's good. Yeah, that is great. So, um, you might have mentioned this already in our last episode, but what's your favorite tool? Oh, the favorite tool has got to be the one I'm using. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to say, I mean, you you talking about you talking about forging, timber framing, you know, like what table making? I don't, got I, something. I don't like think what? I can. I can't. I can't say this is my favorite tool, right? Mm-hmm. But what I can say is. I've got to the point where I almost demand the best tool because mm-hmm. if I'm using an inferior tool, like I, I just go out of my mind. Like I can't stand it. <laughs> so 
I've got to have a good tool. You know, the if you have a good tool, you know, a high end tool, you're it's that much easier to do good work. And so right. that's that's where it is. Good tools. I think that comes back, you know, time and time again with you know, you plane makers like Lynn Nielsen and, and Veritas and, and I, I don't know timber framing all that well, but I'm sure there are blades and, and definitely tools, power tools that are like known to do well. I mean, you mentioned your slot mortiser and, you know, those kind of things absolutely can be game changers. Yeah, absolutely. Do you have like a, a good, like for your, for timber framing specifically, I know you get into like slick planes and, or slick, uh, slicks, I guess they're but- those wide but, chisels, right? Yep. Um, and so, do you do you hand refine all those joints and stuff and such? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Oh, that's too cool. Too cool. Yeah. Doing all the For, draw boring stuff and all that. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I was in a wood wood shop one time and I I mentioned draw boring. And they had no idea what I was talking about. Really? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay, I'm going to move on here. <laughs> yes. Some yeah. of the some of the tools I have um, for the draw boring, I have a pricker, and you know it's the same size as, as the dowel I'm using, but there's an offset little little pricker. Little oh, okay. Really? Yeah. And so you drop that in there, and there's a flat end on the other side that we're you know how to orient it because your pricker's on the other side, and then you know you make that mark, and then mm-hmm. you pull pull your tenon out and drill your hole there, and that's how you draw bore. Right. So that pricker, I actually found, I was watching um, uh, some European timber framers. I can't, I can't think of their name right now, but I, I just chased it down and talked to them. And I said, I need, I need some of those. I don't even know what they're called. And it's like, oh, the pricker. Yeah, give me a pricker. Yeah, that and one. These metal uh, yeah. pins they were using. And what are those? Those are podgers. I said, give me some podgers. <laughs> <laughs> so my, my prickers and podgers actually came from... From across the pond over in Europe. They oh. know what they're doing, man. I mean, they oh. do. They do. Yeah. They got it. Yep. Uh, I mean, um, yeah, yeah, exactly. So are you familiar with those timber framers? They're kind of like doctors without borders, but uh, they're timber framers that just travel the world doing timber framing. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. Motors and Tenon, uh, those guys had them out to their place to, to uh, raise one of their stuff. But, yeah, it's people from... You know, all over, you know, uh, well, I think most of them were from uh, Scandinavian countries, but I think they had some from uh, Central and Southern America uh, down there. So, yeah, it's pretty interesting uh, group of guys. But, yeah, yeah, but apparently they, you know, kind of like Doctors Without Borders. I think they take a few months every year and they <laughs> go around the world and do some timber framing. Not so, bad. yeah. All right. So Roger, who has influenced you the most? Ooh, that is so hard. Um, you know, I'm I'm continually learning at all times. I'm learning, right? Right. And, and that's kind of the the beauty of social media is you can you can learn from so many craftsmen, and um, you're not you know no longer are you limited to your local area. Uh, but you can learn from across the world. Um, so I don't, I don't, I don't have a good answer for who influenced me the most. I mean, you know, if you go way back, obviously it's, it's my parents and them giving me the freedom to, you know, to do these things, to, to work with, you know, the, the trees and the, the wood on the farm. 
and then just instilling the work ethic. I think that's that's probably my answer. Yeah, that's. That, I mean, that's good. You know, the foundation is is always a good place to start. You know, yeah. or something like that. And I'm with you. I mean, I, I you know, you you dived into so many things. I can only assume that yeah, you're just constantly finding new sources, new streams of information. I mean, it's just yeah, it just keeps going and going and going. But definitely, you know, instilling that, like you said, your your the work ethic, the 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 opportunities, you know, early on. That's really really nice. Yeah. All righty. Well, before we do that, I had to look that up. So um, about the uh, the carpenters that came over and did the timber framing for uh, Joshua Klein at uh, Morris and Tenon magazine, mm-hmm. but they're actually, I was pretty close. I uh, compared them to doctors without borders. It's actually carpenters without borders. Oh, there you go. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it looks like they started in, in, uh, France, but, uh, yeah, they go all over the world doing timber framing. So uh, he has a book on that called another work is possible about them coming over and helping him, uh, construct a building there. But anyway, uh, um, so what has been your biggest stumbling block? I don't know if you have one <laughs> talk to you for a while, but you know, it's one of our five questions. We have to ask it. <laughs> I think I mentioned it earlier and my factor is time. Well, time, it, time. Well, L- lack of time, not procrastination. Let, let me, let me that. <laughs> I have to sleep. Oh mm-hmm. man, I get so much yeah. more done. <laughs> so, Time you know, the pressure. day was twice as long. We could get so much more accomplished. Right? Yeah. Yeah, this this mortal body, if it didn't have to reset every day, man, I could just keep going. <laughs> mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, fantastic. For sure. So uh, you, you kind of already touched on this too, but how has the internet influenced your work? Oh, it's been, it's allowed me to, you know, do things and learn things, Um that I wouldn't otherwise. I mean, you know, Kyle and myself are old enough that we remember when there 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 was no internet, right? Mm-hmm. There's, right. There's hey, no, I'm not that young. I I know that time too. Yeah, but yeah, I, I, not to be judgmental. I don't know. How old. Yeah, I'm I'm in my 40s. Come on. All right, you just look better than me and Kyle, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so yeah. He's, he's he runs a marathon like every other week, so you mm-hmm. know. Yeah, I don't. I don't run anymore. I'm gonna stand and fight because I can't run. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. But if you can't be fast, you better be strong. That's, that's right. That's for sure. But you know, in high school, um, I've always done a lot of cycling, and the you know my my source of new information would be whatever the current magazine was, right? Oh, right. Yeah. So now you're only getting information once a month at best. Mm-hmm. Where now everything you can just you know like we said earlier you go down those rabbit holes and it's just fantastic some of the stuff that you can learn and seeing others talents um that just raises your own game because you can Mm -hmm. see what they're doing you're like oh okay i get it and you can implement those things into your own you know your own projects so yeah it is really cool i mean that that's something that i think the you know obviously the architecture of you know, information has changed, you know, over the last she's 10 years, if you don't count the prior decades, you know, mm-hmm. it really is, it's rapidly going that way. We, we learn about things happening, you know, across the country in an instant, across the world, just as fast. And 
then when you get into the fact that everybody's sharing everything, you know, yeah, you I mean you found out about a, a you know European timber framing tools by the internet, right? I mean, that's that's it's all out there. Yeah, it took, it took a little digging, but yeah, I got there. And then you know, another part of that that is just absolutely fantastic is you you find new friends out there, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you we're we're having a conversation. I have you know friends in England and all across the United States. I mean, it's just you meet some really cool people. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. That. Yeah. That's that. That's the reason we have this podcast. Is yeah. Is meeting people. You know, we see people on the internet like yourself, Roger, and we like, hey, this guy's really interesting. Let's get him on the podcast. Let's see what he has to say. You know, <laughs> and you know, and especially when you find out more about somebody, it's like, wow, this guy's really got it going on. And uh, yeah, it's it's fantastic. And uh, yeah, I think uh, Sean, that's why we do this. <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> it's definitely not for the uh, money or fame. <laughs> no, <laughs> that is for certain. But patreon.com slash MWA podcast. Hey, wow, that, that was great. That was great. <laughs> salute you. Great segue there. <laughs> well, uh, let's go ahead and uh, close this one off. But before we do that, uh, so Roger, where can uh, folks uh, find out about all the great work you do? Yeah. Um, East Walker River Wood Company uh, on Instagram, and then uh, EWRWoodCo.com would be the website. All right. Excellent. And uh, y'all can always find me at Barton.Kyle on Instagram or Kyle Barton on YouTube. Sean, what about yourself? I'm Sean W78 on most social medias. Go find me there. And that just about wraps it up for this show. If you haven't already, please subscribe to the show on the podcatcher of your choice. Just search for the Modern Woodworkers Association. And while you're there, please leave us a review. You can follow us on Instagram at MWA underscore podcast. And if you'd like to support the podcast, go over to patreon.com slash MWA podcast. But the best thing you can do is tell a friend. Word of mouth goes a long way in sharing our discussion.